right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Anything Goes podcast. Tonight, today, or this afternoon will not be your regular The Anything Goes podcast. For this episode, to wrap the year that is 2020 up and send it straight to hell, we are bringing you the yep. first The Anything Goes podcast award show. If we had a live audience, they would be cheering and clapping at this monumentous moment. No one could have ever imagined, except for the three of us, that we would be here today, tonight, or this afternoon doing this for you guys. Your wife doesn't support you? She does. She does. So, but, I mean, four of us. I, yes, you're right. The four of us. Uh, can't even do my intro without being interrupted. You know, just another another podcast. But this one is very special. We are going to break down all of the great moments of the year that has been the shit year of 2020. Um, can't say... We are very sad to see this year go. Um, it's been a rough one. No, I wasn't. Uh, okay, I guess Christian has a different outlook on this this year. But uh, no, I'm glad this year's been... over. The fuck, I'm glad this shit's over. David, how are yeah. you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I want to say shout out to all my depressed people. We did it. We made it through this tough year. We have a. It might be a struggle in 2021 too. We made it through 2020. So shout out to you guys. And then we are going to. Go to our resident hype beast and Christian. Christian, how are you doing? Hi. Very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be here today, gentlemen. I'm glad to be here today. That is very good. I'm glad to hear that. Quick question. If there is one thing that you're going to leave behind about yourself in 2020, what is, what, is, what is something that you plan to leave in this shit year and not bring into the next year? Besides the obvious, like, you know, COVID and racism and, you know. Why would we bring COVID and racism? We're not racist with COVID. I mean, that's Christian. Well, we're not, we're not racist. Yeah. Christian, I mean, we're not racist, but Christian does have COVID. Christian, are you Yeah, so, that, just that. Are you racist, Christian? Right. Next question. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess starting off with Christian, besides COVID, what are you, what are, what is one thing that you're planning to leave in 2020? Um, all right. Uh, first off disclaimer, I'm not racist. This is just jokes. Uh, what I want to leave behind for 2020 (laughs) would be, hmm, I would say just bad energy. You know, there was a lot of bad energy this year with like a lot of things like negative things happening. So I kind of want to leave all that in 2020 and just, you know, bring in that new energy, new vibe, new, uh, you know, new motivation, you know, like some, a new hope. Very good. Ended it off with a Star Wars reference. Beautiful man. Nerd. I just stole your quote, bitch. I, now I'm the, I'm, I'm David's quote. Yeah. What a bitch. You're definitely going to have, you're definitely going to have to work very hard to top that. I have become, I've become a, 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 a avid fan of the uh, Star Wars movies and TV shows. So if there's one thing that I hope continues to carry out in the next year, it would be more uh, uh, Star Wars stuff. So David, what is something mm-hmm. about 2020, whether it be yourself or something outside of yourself that you hope stays in 2020 and does not follow you? Lack of accountability. Okay, I feel like there's a deeper meaning there. So like, I'm going to ask you to uh, dive deeper into it. I don't know if this relates, but I don't want to blame COVID for what I what I can't do or what I don't do. This life that we are living in right now is our new reality. So instead of calling this our weird world, I'm just going to accept it and embrace it. I'm stuck at home. I have to wear a mask to go outside. I'm not going to blame COVID if I can't do A or B or C. I'm going to accept reality. That's one. Two, I'm going to stop overthinking. I feel like Christian can relate to me on this because he seemed like a big overthinker. 
Christian actively goes to therapy for those things. I do too. And that's why I'm, that's why I volunteer. That's why I said Christian, Christian, do you overthink? Yes or no? I do. But with therapy, it helped me out a lot of just understanding what's reality and what's just my mind uh, presenting itself as. Me as well. But sometimes we have our moments where we just overthink, even if we know we're overreacting. We just overthink. That's what I want to work on to leave behind 2020. I want to be more productive. I have a lot of big plans that I have for 2020 that didn't happen. So I want to do it in 2021. And um, I want to put myself first. I want David to matter in 2021. David didn't matter in the the past couple of years. I want David Echeverria to matter in 2021. You do matter. But I want to believe it. Ah. Somebody can tell us that, but we got to believe it. So that's my that's my goal for 2021. So I'll definitely make sure I'm on the side of, you know, sending you more penis pics with love notes just to make sure you feel my love. And I'll make sure I take those of me coming so, you know, so you can feel my love, too. Because, no, that, that's going to be conflicted with my sexuality. And then I'm going to be like, I don't know who I am. But I love that's you. And then, we'll be, we'll, and then we'll be there to walk you through that because that's what friends are for. Thank you. Yo, I even do it right now. It all all comes full circle. Well, I would like to jump into uh, our first award for the night. So this one is kind of a a two-parter. So uh, best moment of 2020. I personally think one of the best moments of 2020 um, happened in the realm of gaming. My uh, choice on that award goes to Travis Scott, and I nominate Travis Scott and his Fortnite uh, event that happened on Fortnite, the astronomical event. Um, it definitely gave me something to look forward to. Um, um, it was very entertaining. The marketing for it was great. Uh, the merchandise for it was great. The planning for it was, it was. I mean, I I, I thought it was. Great execution all around. So that is who I would love to give that award to. Um, but I like to hear from you guys what you guys uh, chose. Okay. Um, do you want to go, Christian, or me? You you can go. You can go. Okay. So for me, I had two nominations on a list. Um, I had six nine album bombing because he was getting annoying. Like it or hate it, whatever. He did have a song number one on the charts and it was annoying. And he had his own little celebration where he was on his Instagram being like, oh, I fucking told you he's popping champagne and shit. I don't know if he still has it, but he did have the record for most IG live views. When he, he doesn't have it anymore. Okay. Well, at the time he did have it. So can't take that away from him. But ever since his album bombed, where mm-hmm. it did not sell up to expectations. It sold, I believe, less than 50000 You have not heard from him. He has been MIA. He hasn't been trolling anybody. He hasn't been posting anything. He hasn't released anything. He's been gone. Mm-hmm. So he'll be back next year. No doubt about that. He will do something next year. He's not going to go away quietly. He will release something. He will troll somebody. He will do something next year. But for 2020... Him bombing and just being just out of our lives for the end of 2020 was a good moment for me. And then the other one, uh, for all yeah, my that's fans, what I was about to ask him. 
for all my fans that love to have a little one-on-one time with themselves late at night, early in the morning. You've piqued my interest. Oh, you, you do that? Yeah, I'm part of the club. Good, good. What about you, Christian? Um, I only did it once. Let me put you on to what was big news in the masturbating community. Uh, only fans. I didn't, know, I didn't know there was a community for that, but okay. It's definitely a community for that. Um, just check the Pornhub chat rooms. We're livid. We're lively every single day. Um, okay. OnlyFans, a very popular website where mm-hmm. women, men too, but I focus on the women part. Who they post, they post pics. Sometimes nude, sometimes very sexual pictures, sometimes videos, and they charge money. They charge a certain amount of money per month. Some genius, some hero. I don't know who did it. Somebody hacked the database and put all of their information in reddit and all their accounts were free for however long that period was and it was the greatest day in the history of the fucking world and i couldn't i i i don't know how many times i got it off that day (laughs) i'm pretty sure my sperm count is pretty low right now just based off of that day everybody you wanted was there rose Rosa Acosta, remember her? You know nope. her? You guys ever see Wild and Out? I have seen Wild and Out. She was the one of the Wild and Out girls, and she like speaks like you probably don't know because she's not that popular. But her account was um out there, and let me just say, it was a good day for us in the masturbation community. <laughs> it was a good day just to see everybody's <laughs> account for free. Um, my you guys f- got some of your you guys got some of your best work done that day. Yes, yes, yes. We put in a lot of. Work that day it was our it was like our back Black Friday. We lost a lot of children. Um, we took a lot of showers, and it was it was just a good day. Although although my friend who I will not say her name, her OnlyFans wasn't a part of this, and I'm very upset about that. Well, whatever, because she she didn't make an account in time, and I'm very and I'm very disappointed. So I I didn't. Wait, wouldn't you wouldn't you be happy that your friend didn't didn't get her uh, no, OnlyFans? No. I mean, yeah, but like at the same time, like I kind of want to see the body, so like, okay, I guess, yeah, no, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Christian, who did you nominate for your best moment of 2020? I put Black Lives Matter movement. It's a very strong movement. And David just shook his head no, so I want him to explain why he shook his head no. I mean, compared to the OnlyFans movement, what made a real big impact? Oh, wow. That's, no. that's, a, very, that's a very strong statement. Uh, strong, bro. Sure. You canceled. You just got canceled just for saying I got canceled? Yeah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yo, yo, can you hide yeah. your KKK roll, please? Thank you. All right. Uh, anyways. So I think that was a really good moment uh, in 2020, despite being COVID uh, happening and like it was a brand new virus that was happening and like everyone was being scared. People still came outside to process about the injust of the injustice of black people and how they're being treated in America. And I participated in some. And to be honest, it's a really good movement. It was a really good year for that movement. And I hope we continue to have that movement for many years to come until this uh, injustice is like completely like diminished well i mean hopefully hopefully the movement doesn't have to hopefully the movement doesn't have to stick around too long you know what i'm saying hopefully we get to see you know the progression of you know racial injustice and stuff like that and hopefully the the movement stands for and builds on what it's supposed to and that way we don't really need it you know what i'm saying yep 
Amen. So why this year? They, like, did you guys, did you support it last year, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago? Yeah, I did. You marched four, five, three, two years, one years ago? Yeah. Okay. I rest my case. Whatever. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't like a one time, like, oh my God, I marched. Like, I'm, I'm part of a movement. No, like, I've been fighting for, like, the justice for all, everyone since the beginning. So you're not racist. No. Good. Not in the slightest. Good. Glad to clarify that. I mean, if it's for well, to be honest, if if this is the first time people went out to protest, that's good for them because at least it gives them the energy to see how it's like a peaceful protest and how with that change can happen. So even if it is, let's say, my first time doing it, I'm glad it was because if it was my first time, I will learn that I can continue doing these protests and continue to fight for what's right until like something gets resolved. So it's it's like a it's like a win win. I mean, there are people that do it for like attention or like you know for like likes. I mean that that would be like my worst moment. Also, like of twenty twenty would be like right. people trying to like you know be like oh like I'm part of it, but in reality they just wanted a picture and then they leave. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, before we get to the worst moment, I'm gonna agree with you. I was joking for all of you guys that don't have a sense of humor. Obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement is way more important than the epic day that was the OnlyFans leak. So I'm with Christian. I think the, the Black Lives Matters movement should be the best moment of 2020. I, I, I also concur. I also concur with that statement. And I think that uh, they are definitely more than deserving of this award. So, you know, we, we rest our cases. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement will, continue, will uh, take the first award of the night for best moment of 2020 and now to move on to it now to move on to its evil counterpart the worst moment of 2020 and obviously i went with the obvious choice here and i said that bitch coronavirus covid19 was the worst thing that could ever happen to 2020 now let me go in by saying covid uh i was about to say covid covid COVID, COVID, 1919 was the worst thing and the worst moment of 2019 because it cost people jobs, cost people money, cost people uh, and students all over the place their valuable summers, halted some, you know, graduation processes for, you know, people just coming out of college after getting their degrees and putting in so much time and effort to getting their degrees. A lot of things were unable to be celebrated because of a lot of reg- regulations and stuff like that. So it also murdered a lot of people, which is not a good thing. It's very yeah. bad. So I feel like, <laughs> yeah, COVID-19 was, was the worst moment of 2020. Um, anybody, anybody else? Let Christian get his nominations off. I want to say... Um, it's it's not on the thing. I just I just thought about it just now. I think the worst moment was when the McRib came back. Fuck the Mc. I've never had. Yo, that's just disgusting. Yo, the Wait, McRib. No, 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 no. It's not fair because you also had the ghost pepper donut. That was garbage too. Yeah, that, that shit was ass. You put that in your body, so like, why? Protect <laughs> yourself with that. Well, here's my argument, right? I want to try it out because I never had that sort of thing. And for me, I like taste. I, you know, I like experimenting a bit. So for me, I feel like I feel like 2020 was the year of Christian saying, "You know what? 
fuck it. I'm going to just Hell cry. yeah. That was my year. My year was like, let me just, how can I kill myself real quick? I mean, the but like, honestly, the McRib, like I kept on hearing that was like the best thing in McDonald's, like whatever. And I tried it out and it was garbage. It was just, it was just like, I was just eating a barbecue sauce packet, basically. That makes sense. Mc- I don't know. It's good, but like, it's like disgusting. Like I felt like shit after that. I was like, this is trash. Like, why the I fuck? Like Mc- the McRib is pretty much a wet hand towel dipped in barbecue sauce. Yo, I saw a guy who made like an actual McRib, like like a homemade <laughs> one, and that shit looked really good. I will never put that in my body, but I believe you guys so much. It yeah, looks like your, bo- your, bo- your body's just a fucking temple. No, it's not. It's full of alcohol and, and like depression. So, Over. David, what would what would you nominate as your uh, worst moment of twenty twenty? I would nominate. Wait, Christian, you got all your nominations over with? Wait for like worst moment of 2020? Yeah, the McRib. Yeah, the McRib uh, yeah, was, I mean, and also like me fucking the G Fuel, but that's. No, cares? Man, no, nobody cares about that. Oh, exactly. I, I, I just hated the McRib a lot. So that, that was my worst moment of 2020. Yeah, yeah. That was some people's best moment. Now, mine would be when indoor dining shut down for the second time. I just, I don't know. I get it, but I don't. I just feel like people should have the choice to go to a restaurant. Like, we're hurting so many small businesses right now. Like, I live by Yankee Stadium, and there's a lot of small businesses that was hurt by the by um, the, the baseball season not having any fans. So, it just, I live around a lot of small businesses, and seeing them suffering so bad from this is just, it's sad. I feel like people should have the choice. Listen, if you go to a restaurant, you know you have the chance of potentially catching COVID or not. If you're that scared of catching COVID, don't go to a restaurant. But you should have that choice. I really believe you should have the choice of going to a restaurant. I know many people who are I know many people who are scared of catching COVID. I know many people who are scared of catching COVID. And I tell mm-hmm. them, listen, you're really scared of catching COVID, like you're really terrified, just stay home. Just stay home. It's fine. But I feel like the restaurant should be open for people who are like, not people who don't care, but just people who just need to get out their house. Or at least the people who are actually, you know, following the safety guidelines. You're like, you know, wearing a mask and, you know. Yes, of course. Keep, keep, like, I think all restaurants, I think all restaurants, like, obviously, you need to wear your mask in this restaurant. I think all restaurants should take your temperature. Um, I think they should take your information down just in case. But just to have this, just to not have that option is not something I support. I think businesses should be open. I don't think people's livelihoods should be taken away. Um, I'm around a lot of small businesses and I see how they're hurting. Obviously, the big restaurants in Midtown or 34th Street, they can get away with it. They'll be fine. But I'm talking about like the spots in the Bronx or Brooklyn or Queens, whatever. They're hurting right now. And I don't think that should be taken away from them. So I think indoor dining closing for the second time. The first time I get because it was it all happened so quickly and like nobody knew what they were doing. And COVID was like, the fuck is this? Now we've been months into it. I don't think it should have been closed down the second time. So the second time is my most disappointing moment. Well, and I, I think, feel like and I think that Jesus is king, motherfuckers. That was 2019. Right. Jesus is always king. What, do you don't believe in God? Jesus? Christians? No, I'm Jewish. That's true. 
Never mind. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Freddie. Well, what I was going to say was I feel like both my my COVID nomination and your uh, stance on, you know, indoor dining being closed again because of COVID kind of coincide with each other. So I think your COVID-19 obviously should get the award because it's what caused the closing of the restaurants and everything. So COVID-19 nomination should win the award. COVID is a fucking bitch. And she will be taking home the worst moment of 2019. And now on, on to our, we have best and worst person of 2020. So for my best person, my nomination is going to go to Travis Scott. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Travis Scott. I am, I know that there is a lot of other strong candidates out there, but I am looking at the, uh, what do we say? Promotion wise or, or, or the capitalization of, of the times. And I feel like Travis Scott did an amazing job doing that. You know, he knew we were all locked down and we were going to be home. So he threw the astronomical event and then he knew that, uh, uh, fuck. And, you know, he put out merchandise for that, made a ton of money off of that. And then what does he go and do? Hey, man, I got a fucking burger coming out with McDonald's. And while everyone's sitting at home ordering food because they feel like they can't go outside and cook or they don't want to go to the supermarket and buy food because they don't want to be around other people, they're going to get on Grubhub. And what are they going to do on Grubhub? They're going to get a McDelivery from McDonald's and get a McTravy patty with Travis Scott's name posted all over it. And they're going to devour that shit. And they're going to eat it up. And then... He's going to come out with his second wave of merch that everyone is going to buy. What does he do now? Now he's got fucking partnerships with everyone out the ass. And he's got this going on and that going on by the end of the year. And this guy is just the ultimate capitalist, capitalizing on the times. So that is the person that I nominate once again for best person of 2020. I'm going to go with Jesse Reyes. Um, so I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know who that is. She's a Colombian singer. Um, she was on. She has her own album out. She was on Eminem. You ever heard Eminem's last? Well, not his last album, but um, Kamikaze. His album Kamikaze. I've heard. I've heard her music. I don't know why she's so relevant for you. She is so beautiful, and I love her so much. And I will marry her, and I will kiss her from her head to her toe. And she's my most favorite person because I want to marry her and have sex with her and have so many babies with her. Jesus, I will Christ. suck her dick too if she had a dick. A okay, so now, so now it's my turn, right? So um I'm gonna say my favorite person. It's uh it's political because I'm the political guy here. I'm gonna say Donald Trump is the best person 2020. <laughs> He's in MAGA, you know. Um Holy shit. No, no, no. I would say I knew Anthony... he was a racist prick. Let's just end the episode. All right. Um, I would say Anthony Fauci was the best person of 2020 because he wanted to help people medically but you know the big orange was like no no can't do that is that you <laughs> uh yeah i'm orange and uh so <laughs> so you know he was like bro we gotta help these people and the orange was like nah they they, they got bleach home they, they they couldn't drink that shit and there was there was a clip of him fucking like trump was saying this shit and he was like if you if you, if you gave him the n-word pass i feel like he would say it he'd be like are you fucking 
dumb. I don't know. Be honest though. Be honest, Christian. You're gonna miss mm. Trump when he leaves. Not really. I really You're gonna don't miss care. him. You're gonna miss him. You're gonna miss the jokes. You're gonna miss the funny moments. You're gonna miss I, it. I can make jokes about Biden. You know, my my guy is so old. I bet you when he goes into office, he's like, yo, where's Barack Obama? Like hmm. that's how No, no, no. You're gonna miss him. That joke was trash, but you're gonna miss him. Right, I'll the clam that was not a good joke. What is it that he they, people say that he has? Like dementia? That'd be stupid. Dementia. Yeah, he has dementia. Supposedly. Your president has dementia. 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 Yeah, and you have dyslexia, my guy. We're, we all have <laughs> Thank a you, Freddy. strong stance on who we believe is the best person of 2020. So I think it's only right if we let the people decide. People, I think Jesse Reyes think... obviously should win this because she's so beautiful, guys. Jesse Reyes. Let me look her up. You know Jesse Reyes yeah. is a bitch. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, guys, take your time. Uh, we'll we'll probably put up a poll and see if you guys can choose who is the best person of 2020. And if you have any other nominations, please let us know. Now to move on to the worst person of 2020, I'm gonna have to give that to anybody who is a anti-masker. So yes, you anti-maskers to me are the worst people of 2020 because of the simple fact of any reason you come up with to not wear a mask. Christian. During COVID season, Christian is actually <laughs> he's a he's I mean, a non masker. I was gonna say I was gonna say Christian is a is a is a heavy masker, but uh, you got the COVID, my friend. Maybe you got the COVID <laughs> from a from an anti masker. Uh, I feel like that's usually the case. Maybe not usually, but um, I feel like anti maskers are a big problem within this COVID stuff that's going on because they give all kinds of stupid reasons not to wear one. They say it's too hot. They say it's restricting their air. They say uh, one thing that I heard was that people were actually complaining that they shouldn't mandate children or adults for that matter to wear masks because if adults are wearing masks and children don't know who adults are or can recognize them, it leaves them subjective to kidnappings and rape and all this other crazy stuff. Well, you want to the extreme. And that's not me. That's what people say. <laughs> pretty, it's pretty fucking dumb. Uh, we do have dumb people like that out in the world. So anti-maskers, you are pieces of shit. White people. David. Okay, um... <laughs> David or Christian, either one of you have the floor. Uh, ladies first. So go ahead, Christian. All right, thank you. So I would say my um my worst person of 2020. I gotta look at the script. Uh, who the fuck is Clifford Morgan? All right, so let me go then. Whatever. All right, fuck go. You. I don't know who the fuck that is. Like, is that is that the All big right. bad dog? Like, yo, who the fuck is that? Clifford Morgan is the CEO and founder of G Fuel. He almost ruined my fucking podcast. Like, I can do it with Freddie. Wow, but it's like I mean, not not me dying, but the podcast. You know, no, that that you that's dying would have you. You dying would have ruined the podcast. No, I get no exactly. It's like, it's like you prioritize the podcast more than me dying. I was like, listen, all right. Listen, David is usually a dick, but this is one of the times where he's not. So let's applaud him. For listen, no, 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 no. I'm gonna be a dick. Christian, me and Freddie can do this podcast and it'd be it'd be fucking sexy, but you are what bring that other element into this. And that's what makes this podcast the greatest podcast. In the northeastern district this past year. If you died, it would fuck I don't, I don't that know up. If that statistic is true, but it's if you've died, it would fuck that up. So fuck you, Clifford Morgan. The chef at Bogey Vegan. I had this, this restaurant called Bogey something, it was a Colombian restaurant in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I love Colombian women. 
beautiful, sexy mamacita. But this vegan spot, I don't know, this <laughs> vegan spot, I ordered off of Uber Eats one day, and the chef really fucked off my mushroom burger. So fuck him, because that shit was he trash. fucked off your mushroom burger? Yeah, my mushroom burger was fucking garbage. Yo, the David, after- David, <laughs> with all due respect, who the fuck ordered a mushroom burger at a Colombian spot? That is, it was a that vegan is spot. very true. It was a vegan spot. So I was like, all right, let me give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but who the and, fuck and goes to a vegan Spanish spot and says, let me get a burger. Let me get a mushroom burger. Yeah, you're right. You're beans. right. You could literally get rice and beans. That's like vegan. So pretty much I agree. the worst person, the worst person of 2020 should be you because you make very bad decisions, especially with food. I mean, in hindsight, yes. In hindsight, that was a very stupid <laughs> decision on my part. But in the moment, in the moment, it was like, oh, shit, let me support this vegan restaurant in the Bronx. Maybe they're trying to, like, have the fat people in the Bronx be healthy because we're all fat up here in the Bronx. So I thought, let me, like, support it. But no, it was a very, very bad decision. And it was <laughs> just as bad as I should have known it would be. So that chef, whoever made that burger, he's one of my worst persons. So fuck him. Um, did you guys see that that celebrity video that was released about um I did the beginning of I did see that in the beginning of COVID, where like all the all those like a bunch of celebrities sang uh Imagine by John Lennon and it was oh, released by God Cringe. That was Bro, mad cringe. Every single person in that video is on, on this list. Gal Gadot, Christian Wig, Jamie Duran, Labyrinth, Will Ferrell, and a bunch of other, I don't give a fuck about them. They're all up in that list because it's like, Jesus Christ, could you be more tone deaf? Nah, like, did you? Don't, yo, yo, don't disrespect Labyrinth like that. I mean, I like Labyrinth. He killed it on that weekend feature, but fuck. What? Like, nah, nah. <laughs> you're giving him no recognition, yo. He's a kid. This, hey, yo, this fucking category belongs to anybody that david decides to nominate i surrender Bro, my nomination how the fuck are you gonna just be like oh are you gonna sing that song imagine by john lennon think that's gonna help us through covid like fuck you and your celebrity what do you think that means what the if fuck anything, do you I mean feel like, like that song, i feel like that song gave people COVID. whatever and then remember when <laughs> celebrities also wanted to be like hashtag i take responsibility for the racism thing for the black lives matter yeah. thing and they did like a whole bunch of white celebrities be like i take responsibilities like shut the fuck up like just just how about you donate or do something don't make the stupid videos saying you take responsibility what that means stanley tucci wants to be like oh i take responsibility yeah he plays every single gay character in every single movie and takes that and takes advantage of that paycheck even though he's not gay he's straight but he plays a stereotype in every single movie like shut up stupid david's definitely been waiting for this episode to get that i was ready chest. i was ready for this category i was like i was just drinking my juice until you guys got to this category so now i'm ready to like jack off to this and then last um oh, oh, oh um and last I'll, I'll last so. and last but not least tory lanes you see, he would have been one of my best persons of 2020 because of his quarantine radio shit. And it got us to see a lot of beautiful butts and beautiful bodies. Mm-hmm. And I know Freddie looked at it, even though he's married, but I'm not going to snitch on him. But it was there. Thanks. You're welcome. But it was there. I mean, Christian will masturbate, but you know, he jacked off to a couple of those videos, but it was there. <laughs> and it was like, he shot Meg. Why you got to shoot him? Her. Uh, Tory Lanez put a hot one to the hot girl. Wow, Freddie, why are you laughing to that? Should I put you on my list? 
Girl, that's this funny. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Tori Lanez put a fucking hot one through a hot girl, yo. Real hot he girl shot, shit. Ah. He shot her in the back of the foot, and now I'm conflicted. <laughs> Real hot girl now, shit. Now I'm like, what the fuck? Now, now I can't enjoy these twerking videos, because if I'm like, yo, check out Tory Lane's videos, they're going to be like, oh, why are you supporting that guy who shot Meg the Stanley? And I was like, fuck. You think that's where, You think that's probably where she got her ad-libs from? She got shot in the foot and was just like, ah. <laughs> you stupid. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot in the foot. Just like, oh my god. I don't no, know. I don't... That's funny. That was funny. But I, I don't know, but like now it makes me conflicted on like if I should support his like videos and shit because I'm not gonna lie. Did you hear the album that he put out? Someone told me today that that was actually a, a, like a sacrifice. What? Like Tory Lanez, that was actually a sacrifice. He had to bring the devil a hot girl foot. He had to bring the devil a hot girl foot in exchange for his hairline. Okay, I, oh, oh no. I don't, well, oh, I don't believe stop. in that dumb shit, him. but I don't believe in that dumb shit. That's, that's Illuminati confirmed right there. I don't believe in that dumb shit, but I think it's, <laughs> I just, you guys heard his last album or whatever mixtape or whatever he released that came out. Uh, that was supposed to be his response to the whole situation called Daystar. No, that shit was trash. You heard, I heard it? about it coming out. I really didn't listen to it. I, I listened to it. That was garbage. You think it was garbage? I feel like we should. I feel like we garbage. should. I feel like we sh- as a podcast, we should listen to more things that we critique. But then at the end of the day, like it's not funny. <laughs> I mean, I I I liked it. I couldn't admit that I liked it because of what he did. And it was like, fuck, now I can't admit of the good things that he did. Like he should have I was gonna put him on my best list because of the quarantine yeah, but like, radio. But what he what did, he I did. can't was it what he did, was it like really bad? Yeah, you can't shoot people, Freddie, if you didn't know that. I mean, I mean, I know you can't shoot people, but like <laughs> out of a lot of bad things that could have happened in this situation, if I walk away with a bullet hole in my foot, I'm not going to be super upset. No, you're going to be super upset. What are you talking about? No, I, I would I be tight. I got, you can't I get got shot. could have got shot in the face. I took a you hot one into my period. I'm, 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 yeah, I mean, you never want to get shot at all. But, you know, if someone told me you had the choice of getting shot near your heart or maybe at the ball of your foot, I'm taking the ball in the foot every time. I don't want that option, though. No, I like walking. No. Tori, yeah, don't, Tori don't, Lanes don't, me. don't shoot me, period. I don't want to get shot at all. Nah, shoot my balls instead. Like my man said, shoot his balls. He'd rather get shot in the ball sack. Who said that? Christian just said that. Bro, bro, free. Uh, it's a free vasectomy. You rather get shot in the ball? <laughs> it, it will hurt, but hey, I don't have to pay. So you want to have kids? You know, Tupac. You know, Tupac only had one ball. And you see how gangster he was? Yo, why? You Imagine me with no balls. Why are you researching rap legends' ball sacks, bro? I'm not. It's just a known thing. <laughs> how many balls did Biggie Smalls have? I don't know. I feel like he had small you balls. Know. He knows. You want to say two so bad. Yeah, like any other guy. David fucking four? Like, relax. Like. All right, so Christian, you say you're worst people. Who's our worst person of 2020? Fuck 2020. Uh, David, next question. 
right. Sweet. So, what's our worst press on 2020? Uh, David, next I think, question. I think, I think, I think, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna give it to you, and I'm gonna go with Tory Lanez for this one. Domestic violence against women is bad. Exactly. And, and, and you know, a bur- a, a Christian, Christian don't butt it. Christian, don't go against it. It is. Stop fighting against it. It is. I'm fighting against it, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> it is. No domestic violence against women, Christian. Yeah, but I mean, like, if she messed up my order, yo, I'm about to slap her, yo. Like. <laughs> yo, you, you forgot my fries. <laughs> yo, I'm about, to, I'm about to just delete the whole bunch of episodes, and this episode would be 10 seconds of just that right there. <laughs> yo, she made my sandwich wrong, and I throw that shit in her face and be like, make me a new one. So, <laughs> that's your so audio Tori, right there, David. I don't know if you want me to delete it or not, but I'm gonna leave it Tory Lanes. I don't know if Freddie, like, Meg, Meg, go back in there making your sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Stop me. I'm a feminist too, but yo, if she doesn't make my order right, bro. I gotta show her the the, the equality, bro. Don't nobody want to hear how this is real hot girl shit. Go make my sandwich, <laughs> uh, Freddie. How's how's your marriage going? Coming along? It's going good. That's good. That's what's up. All right. So, well, so Tory Lanes, right? Congratulations to Tory Lanez for being uh, the Anything Goes podcast first annual worst person of the year. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. On to one of our next categories. Now is the most disappointing moment of 2020 and uh if you guys do not know the nba season came to a screeching halt just for the uh playoff and then it was later resumed in orlando florida where the remaining nba teams that were going to make it into the playoffs were invited to stay under quarantine regulations at a resort in orlando near disney Disney world yeah, at a, uh, a resort in Disney World where they carried out the rest of the season uh, playing in what was known as the NBA bubble. And let me tell you how much of a horrendous piece of shit that was. Congratulations to the Lakers for winning that season. That whole thing was just very ass backwards for me. Uh, finding out that the Suns were invited to play in Orlando uh, for the remaining games before the playoffs, they proceeded to win every single game they had remaining in the season and still did not qualify for the playoffs, which was very, <laughs> very, very dumb. It only says I'm bad they What do you mean? It only well, yeah, yeah. If you don't, but, if you win every single game and you still don't qualify, that mean that just says how bad you were for the regular season. I mean, that only furthered in my mind that this year was completely made for the Lakers to win. Nah, stop playing. What? What do you mean it was made for the Lakers to win? It should have. No, this fucking year was made for the Lakers to win. It should have been. It should have been Lakers versus Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, but the nug, but the Clippers choked. They had a three games Let's to one lead. Let's be honest. Here. The Clippers are the redheaded stepchild of the Los Angeles. Sports, whatever. Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, led by LeBron no, James, just saying, the greatest, just saying, the greatest basketball all, player of all time. In all of Los Angeles sports, the fucking Clippers are like the redheaded stepchild. They don't get paid attention too much. They're just, they're just there compared um, to the Lakers. Yeah. What do you mean compared to the Lakers? They're just they're the stepchild to the Lakers. They're the redheaded stepchild to the Lakers. Even though we love gingers, they're the redheaded stepchild to the Lakers. Yeah. But uh, back to my nomination 
for uh, the most disappointing moment of the year. So, uh, where do you guys stand? Yeah, what the fuck's the NBA? It's a sport that is mostly dominated by African American and Latino men. You know, it's also yeah. soccer. So soccer. Yeah, yeah, it's like soccer, I guess. Yo, that as when you were talking about basketball, I was like, all right, I'm out. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. I, I didn't hear no LeBron James <laughs> or, or Stephen Curry, nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Well, Christian, what was your most disappointing moment of 2020? Uh, This right here. <laughs> like me just saying, what the fuck's the NBA? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty disappointing. Uh, right, David? So I'll take over. I'll take over. I'll take over. I'm used to taking over for Christian. I'm taking over. I'll take over. I got this. I got this. I got yes, this. I got this. sir. So my disappointing <laughs> is, is Frank Ocean not releasing an album this year i know that we're used to that bad. i know we're used to that in 2020 and we're used to him disappointing us with albums like it took us a long time to get to blonde so we're mm. we're used to him like promising an album but not getting to it and also i i know his brother died this year so rest in peace to his brother so i get it so i'm not gonna totally blame him but as a fan I do. I am disappointed that we didn't get his album this year. Um, Kanye West released two singles this year: one with Travis Scott and one called "Na Na 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 Na." And both of those bitches sucked ass. So it was my disappointing moment that he was still releasing trash ass music. It doesn't seem this way, but I am. I am a Kanye fan. I am a Kanye fan. But recently, he said he it three times, so he really meant it. No, because I am, and it seems like I don't. If you listen to this podcast, it seems like I hate Kanye, but I do like Kanye. I'm a big Kanye fan. Like, I went to his Yeezus concert at Madison Square Garden. I'm a big Kanye fan. I do. But his last couple music, his yeah, his last couple singles and albums have been <laughs> trash. Jesus King is trash. Um, Yee is trash. Yeah, you're bugging. Yee yeah, is you trash are. to me. Kids see ghosts. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Sorry. Ye is trash? Yes, Why Ye is trash. Ye? You're obviously not a fan of Kanye West. Ye. You fucking yeah. Ye. I, 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 I think, I think <laughs> it's gay, you fuck. I think His last worst album, No, I think the worst album made was Yeezus. I think that was the worst album he made. I like Yeezus. His his last good album to me is The Life of Pablo. Um, Yeezus, I liked. And then I loved um, my twisted dark fantasy. My twisted no. dark fantasy. My, my twisted dark fantasy. My like twisted dark fantasy. Greatest albums of all time. My dark twisted beautiful said, fantasy. I loved it. I love that yeah. album. But, yeah. But uh, I mean, look, I enjoyed Jesus is King. I enjoyed the Yay album. Not fucking Ye. His last couple of singles have been trash. Whether it's yes, no, no, no. Not saying it's not. His last school singles has been have been trash, mm-hmm. and that just shows to me that he's like when he was obsessed with his music, it was fucking golden. When it was like Mark Dartista Fantasy or 808 Breaks or Graduation mm-hmm. or whatever, it was fucking beautiful. But now that he has his fashion and whatever else he's working on, which is fine, it's just not the same. I just miss old Ye so bad. And obviously he made a song parodying it with on his The Life of Pablo. You miss the old Kanye, but the new Kanye and all that bullshit. But I do miss the old Kanye. Like, it's real. I do. And this new Kanye, whether he's on his little born-again Christian Jesus shit, I just 
I'm just not fucking with it. Like, nah, 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 the Travis Scott shit. I didn't like the Jesus King, even though I like probably like two songs off of it. It's like, that's, he's just not an artist to me. He's just not a musician to me no more. And I don't think any of his albums are going to be good anymore. He's just, I don't know, man. He's just changed to me. And it just sucks to see because he's one of the greatest musicians of all time. He's one of the greatest producers. And up until 2010, he was great. And and I'm going to give him the easiest because I like the easiest. And I like the life of Pablo, even though I can see that was the start of his decline. But he fucked up that eight, that run of good music albums. Remember that that good music albums that came out of Wyoming that came out every Friday? Like there was like yeah. Pusha T and then Good Friday, Good Friday. Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 it wasn't Good Friday because that was it was a it was a different thing. It was the, that came out like a couple of years ago. It was Pusha T and then it was Kanye and it was him and Ken Cuddy and it was yeah, Nas it was, it was, and then it was it was just, it was just a Tiana release. Taylor. Just a release thing. He's just not committed to the music anymore, and it 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 shows. And it hurts me because I'm a I love Kanye. I do. And I fucked I used to fuck with him as a celebrity. I did. That's why I went to his concert when he used to do the Yeezus tour. And when he did the rants, he used to have rants on his stage and everybody thought he was like crazy. And I'm like, nah, I don't think he's crazy. I just think he's frustrated and I can see it. I just don't think he's committed anymore. And I see it and it hurts me as a Kanye fan. It's just not the same. I get it. He's with his fashion and obviously his fashion line is probably making way more money for him than his music is. And I respect it, but. It's just not the same, and it shows in his music. Like, what the fuck was that shit that he released like a couple years ago? Remember that? Remember that lose yourself shit where he's just fucking like. Remember he was trolling Drake. Yeah, and he said some bullshit on the song. Yeah, like, lose yourself. I love him. Scooby Doo Poop. Exactly. Lift yourself. The out the the beat was great, but come on, Kanye in two thousand eight, two thousand nine is not releasing that shit. And the Kanye two thousand eight, two thousand nine has respect for his own fucking music. What he released then was not respect free music he was trolling drake and i don't know what beef he has with drake obviously i'm never gonna know because that's some celebrity bullshit but have respect for your own fucking music your own art you don't release that i get it you have whatever beef you have with them but you're kanye west you're a legend have some respect for yourself that was a nice little rant there that was good. Yeah, I, I went to sleep for a bit, but now I'm, I woke up. Yeah, you, I'm. I'm. I, that was that was very well said. Got, this I, is I, just. I, a, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm actually a Kanye. I'm really a Kanye fan, and I know that I come off as a yeah, Kanye hater on this podcast. You said, you said it three times. But like, I like him, and I care. Like I said, I care about him because I don't know him, obviously. But like, I I care about his artistry, so I want him. I like. I defend him, but like, just recently, I can't. Def- him it's just like he's just i don't know what he's going through in his personal life that's not my business but i just hope that listen i'm gonna say this his next album is gonna be trash i just feel it in my gut his next album is gonna be trash. no i feel it with na 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 and whatever song he released with travis scott i forgot the name of that song it just shows me that his next album is gonna be trash but i hope that after his next album he can get back to who he is because what we see now is not Kanye, the artist, the musician. He is garbage. He is absolutely fucking positively garbage. And that's what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Christian. Well, you you, you, you definitely won. I'm not, I'm not going to fight you on that. You, you know, you, you did. Yeah. Um, like, he should not resort to trying to run for president as a publicity stunt. Like, let's be honest. 
Him running for president in 2020 was a fucking publicity stunt. David, you won. Okay, I love Kanye, but like he gotta stop with his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a uh, an award that uh, I'm giving to myself because I feel like I've honestly deserved it, and I'm gonna give uh, give myself the language of love expert for my time. You know helping david through his his you know his journey through learning spanish uh you know lending out the olive branch whenever i can to help out my friends in their times of need and i and i'm pretty sure that's that's one of the one of the bigger moments of the podcast um mamel bicho is just you know a word that is a phrase that is used within the the spanish culture just to uh to to spread love and positivity and, you know, David just wanted a way of, you know, expressing that love using the Spanish flair. So I had to uh, extend myself through the language of love and let him know that if you just give a woman a, a, a nice mamel bicho, you'll get whatever you want. The panties just come off. So Christian, David, you are welcome. And I'm happy to be of service to you guys. And whenever it is that you need me, you just call on the expert in love language. Well, funny you say that because Christian, I was hoping that we could play a little game real quick. I wanted to test my knowledge of the Hispanic language or the Spanish language. So since you know all the Spanish words in the world, Christian, I want you to say a sentence in in Spanish. Me and Freddie are going to guess what you said and whoever was the close if we got it right whoever got it the closest wins best go out of three so okay. what you're gonna do is you're gonna give us a, a, a phrase of sorts it can be a free word um something that you know a lot of hispanic people use um and again yeah whoever is the closest between me and david to get this phrase fully wins best two out of three so christian first phrase you have the floor for all my listeners out there, I will start the test. Number one. The, fit, the fitness gram pacer. Pacer test. It's a motion-based aerobic capacity test. All right. First question. Or first sentence, I guess. Para de jugar ese Nintendo ahorita. Fuck. I definitely got this one in the bag. Uh, you're a very upset Spanish dad. Hispanic dad. And you're telling me to turn off my PlayStation because only Spanish people know whatever <laughs> gaming system as a Nintendo. I feel like he said so a sen- just- he said a sentence. He just said a whole ass paragraph. I don't feel like you're close. That is what it is. He's a very it'd be upset, like that. Hispanic, it'd be like that. Very All right, my turn. Has just told me to turn off my PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, your turn, Christian. Tell me my sentence. All right, David. Here is your phrase. Yes. That's what? the phrase. That's it? Yeah. You have to say the phrase. You have to say a phrase in Spanish. You're fucking up this game. It's only round one. He shot okay, fuck ready, 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 ready. I, I got one. Ready? 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 Mm-hmm. David. Okay, mm. tres golpes en tu mango. That's a good one. He said, David, do you like to eat mango? Oh. That was yeah, close. Yeah. So who was the closest, though? Who got it right and who's the closest? Well, f- I got mine right. Yeah, Freddie got his completely right, like 100%. You, 100%? you were literally, you're literally 90% right. Wait, no, Freddie was really 100% right? Yeah. Yeah. I know my Respect. shit, bro. Respect. I didn't I actually didn't think you'd. All right. 
Well, it's best. Give me one more. It's best two out of three. Give me one more. Give me one more. One more. One more. Give me. Give Freddie one more and give me one more. All right, Freddie, are you ready for your next phrase? I'm fucking ready, bro. Freddie, nos vamos a Walbach ahorita. He don't know that. He don't know that. Did you just say? He don't know that. I'll repeat the phrase again. Yeah, repeat the phrase. Freddie, nos vamos a Walmart ahorita. He definitely said Walmart. He definitely said Walmart. Yeah. That's the only one I picked up. So I'm going to assume that you just yelled at me saying that uh, we're going to Walmart right now. <laughs> that is correct, my friend. Because all, no, no. all Hispanic ads are in a rush to get somewhere that doesn't have a not so, Now tell me. I just thought something, but low key, it's like racist because like Hispanic parents do say that. Um, you're, ra- you're racist, so it's okay. Just say no, 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 because like I'll, I'll say it after the podcast because it, I don't know. It just reminded me of something. Um, All right, say your say your racist comment so nobody else can hear it. Go ahead. No, I'm, no, I'm good. Uh, so the next the phrase I have for you would be, mm-hmm. "Where is una pincha maricón?" You just you just say why are you acting gay or why are you saying gay shit? I know maricón means gay. Or it's like it's like a, a gay slur. Maricon does not mean gay. No, it's a gay slur. No. No, it is not. I was always told I meant the f word. No, it's not. Really? The f word is the f word is a gay slur. No, you like the f the there. f gay slur the f gay slur the the one that means politics. Oh. I was always told that that was the f gay slur. It's not. Nah, I mean from what I've been taught, it means like motherfucker. Really. I mean, that's what I've been taught. I mean, I could be wrong. Wow. I didn't know that. I actually did not know that. All right. Well, um, so, so I won pretty much. Yeah, Freddie won that because I actually really didn't know that. So I guess Freddie won the game. He beat me to what is you're a Latin lover. I'm a Latin lover, bro. Real hot girl shit. I respect and it. This Latin, and this Latin lover would like to say back in episode 15. I asked the guys a very important question about how many women do they think they can handle at one time? And David proceeded to answer in his grand fashion that he does not believe he can handle more than three guys. <laughs> well, do you think you, you guys can handle more than three guys? I'm not handling any men, so I can't concur. David, you have been crowned the winner of the biggest AO moment. And now we get to move in to the best slash annoying slang of 2020. So I nominate the best slang as glizzy. 2020 was the year of the glizzy. You had the glizzy gobblers, the glizzy gladiator, the glizzy, the glizzy band, king, the, the glizzy king, the glizzy destroyer, the <laughs> glizzimus prime. <laughs> <laughs> wait that's a thing glizzerous like yeah. what yeah glizzy glizzy prime glizzyus prime <laughs> glizzyus prime auto cox roll out <laughs> hey yo bumble auto- cock what you doing bro <laughs> yo he said auto cox roll out <laughs> um what, what else can we <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Glizzy. <laughs> oh no! Oh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter in the Chamber of Glizzies. <laughs> Lord of the Glizzies. <laughs> oh, no! Oh no! 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 Um, as as you can as you can see or hear the the, the slang term Glizzy, you can you can input into anything. And uh, too fast, is, too glizzy. Is, so 
I'm pretty sure that is no contest there. Uh, yeah, that one, that one best. Glizzy absolutely destroys best slankum of 2020. Does does WAP count? WAP count. What does WAP count? But if anything, I think it's the most annoying slang term of 2020. It's created at, at right in that middle area of 2020, um, and it quickly became the word of all the hot girls around the world. Every every hot girl now, or every girl that thinks they're a hot girl, believes that they have the WAP. When really it is as dry as the Sahara Desert. Um, how, would, how do you know that, Freddie? Because you just see like you're married. You don't know about dry vaginas. You haven't had sex in like Matt Bong. You don't know anything about dry vaginas. Exactly. I, I don't know. And I know. it gets wet all the time. I see it. Yeah, I don't know. It gets wet anytime I see it. Exactly. I met a dry vagina. The word "wop" as the worst slang term of 2020, and now. We quickly move on to Christian's all-time hype beast update categories in this section. So, Christian, would you like to take the floor? Yeah, like recently or just in general? What's your most recent cop? Yeah, nothing wrong, bro. What I was actually talking about was you taking over and naming all of the awards in your category. Ah, yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're here today because... I spent too much money on shit that is worthless. But um, so best item, best high speeds item of 2020. In my opinion, I think the Supreme Mortal Kombat machine was the best one because I've seen videos of that and that looks beautiful. Like absolutely stunning. Um, the next item I say was the best one would be the glow in the dark lighter because I like glow in the dark things. I'm a sucker for them. Uh, uh, also nominated the glow in the dark lighter as best high beast item of 2020. Um, I'll also incorporate because I didn't add it just now, but my my little harmonica necklace. Well, it's, it's a keychain, but like I kind of modded to like a necklace, but it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. Since I see two votes here for the glow in the dark lighter, I think it's only right that we give the glow in the dark lighter some respect and some light and some light. So yeah. we crown. The best hype beast item of 2020, the glow in the dark supreme lighter. Actually, no, I changed my answer. What? I, right. I, I want to. I mean, I don't have it, but I think now thinking about it, the best item would be the Dior Air Jordans. That is true. That was that the most true. prettiest shoe I've ever seen. So we got to sleep with them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna default to you guys because I have no idea what you're talking about. So. This is why this is why this is the hype piece section of the of the show. You guys so Christian what are your nominations for the worst item of twenty twenty? I would say the Supreme Wrench as the worst hype piece item. Even though you bought it, Christian. Yes, but it's a gift. However, you need to understand I looked at it and I said, What the fuck am I gonna use this for? I don't know how to plumb. You know, I don't know how to do plumbing skills. So for me, I thought it was more really useless for me. And then the yeah. other thing I said would be the new lighter that's going to come out uh, this week. The diamond lighter, I think it's called. Like the, the, I don't know how to pronounce the name. So, but that... Swarovski Crystals Supreme Lighter. Yeah, that one, I, I that's trash. It looks like garbage. It looks like Kaka. It looks like uh, I can make that like in two minutes. Uh, yeah, so that's my nominations for worst hypebeast item of the year since we have two votes here for the supreme wrench i think it's only right that we 
officially. Mine would be the Travis Scott um, McDonald's meal. Even though that's not like a clothing thing, I think that kind of technically is a high beast item. It's definitely a hype. It's definitely a high beast item. I think that promotes obesity, and I don't think that we should be promoting that to our children in 2020. So you don't. So you don't think McDonald's pre Travis Scott wasn't promoting obesity. I think McDonald's is trash in general. I think I've, I haven't gotten McDonald's in so long. And I think so they're don't, holding... Don't, don't, don't crucify the man making the collab. Post Malone would never. Wow. Next category. I hope the next McDonald's meal, the celebrity meal, is Post Malone. Just so it you can... It won't be. It was fucking Jay Balvin's dumbass. And that shit was garbage. Nah, it was all right. Was well, all right. these next categories are more in the realm of uh, David's expertise. So we're going to start nominating the best and worst of movie and TV shows of 2020. So my number one pick is The Mandalorian for best movie slash TV show of 2020. Christian, you want to go next? Sure. I would, I I nominated, I mean, I also agree Mandalorian was the best uh, TV show series in 2020 because that shit was, mwah. Beautiful. I just want to let you know that that's two points for the Mandalorian. It looks like the Mandalorian is taking it home. But, but my point doesn't go for that. My point is going for The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Because that movie, I and mean, that's limited series, was really good. Uh, well, I heard a lot of good things about it. I've never seen it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I don't doubt that. To be honest, like, well, one of my favorite actresses is in that. Uh, her name is T- Anna Taylor Joy. She's amazing. And then. Yeah, I mean the whole thing revolves around chess. Yeah. So from I mean I I like chess to be honest. So it's like you, I like watching you, it. You lost me. You lost me once you said chess. No, no. But here's the thing: it's not like boring. It's me actually too. pretty interesting. Hey man, guess what? I'm gonna wait until season three of The Mandalorian. That, you you mean the book of Boba Fett? No, sir. The book of Boba Fett is gonna be its own series the mandalorian will live on in season three that's true i've never seen any of it but that's true what he said um, i'm waiting for wandavision for next year but anyways so david what did you nominate as your best tv show slash movie um my first one that I nominated was dave the little dicky comedy that's on mm-hmm. fx which is on hulu as well have you guys seen it yes i've seen it i've, I've seen bits and pieces and what do you guys think of it? I think it's good, but it's not my... I don't think it falls in the realm of my type of comedy that I would enjoy watching. It's okay, to be honest. It's, it's like, it's not good or bad. It's just, okay. I like... There are some parts that are really good. Um, but in reality, I, I, I'll give it a six. Have you guys seen the episodes or just clips? I've seen episodes. I've seen a whole season. And I really enjoyed a lot. I I wasn't a Little Dicky fan beforehand, and I'm still not musically, but I'm a big fan of the show. To me, it's a mix between Atlanta and Kirby Enthusiasm. Take that what you will. It's a really good show, and I recommend that, so I enjoy that a lot. So I would recommend Dave as one of my best shows. Um, my second one would be The Social Dilemma, the documentary that's on Netflix. Have you guys seen that, which is about, is about social media? I haven't that seen one, it, but I've told you... I've heard you explain it to me a bunch of different times, so I feel yeah. like I know what it's about. Christian, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's a, it's, 
It's a documentary about how social media is impacting us as a society. And it'll make you think twice about how you use social media. Um, it's, a, it's a fucking great documentary. I'm a big fan of it. So it's on Netflix. So if you guys want to check it out, go on Netflix and check it out. Have you guys seen The Trial of Chicago 7? Yes, I've seen that one. I have not, but I heard about it. What do you think about it, Christian? I thought it was really interesting. I loved everything about it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I thought it was really good. It was a very interesting story. It made me upset. Like, it made me pissed off, which is great for a movie. Um, It's about these guys. Christian, explain it because I'm kind of tipsy. How are you tipsy already? Because <laughs> I've been drinking wine since, like, 5 o'clock. But you haven't even sipped, like, anything. I just said I've been drinking it since 5 o'clock. Explain it. Well... From what I remember, re- remember, Christian, stop being tipsy. Christian is no, Christian is trying to bring Christian's trying to bring the right word of remember into twenty twenty one with him. From what I remember, it was it's all based in like nineteen sixty eight in Chicago, and where the Democratic Party convention was like meeting a protest from like the Democratic Society, and. It led to like like violent confrontations from like the local authorities, and then from what I can remember, also it's like there was some charges like against like the conspiracy theory about like Nixon the Nixon administration and like how uh, pretty much it was like a whole unfair trial and like how uh, mm-hmm. gee I'm trying to remember the whole movie. I, I was I liked it a lot. It was really good. Just, it was a really, it was a politically charged movie. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen is in it, and it's you know what's so funny is that Bore released the week after this movie was released, and you would think it was the same guy. Sasha Baron Cohen killed it in this movie, and he also killed it in Borat too. But it was he just killed it in this movie, and I honestly recommend this movie to just. Anybody, honestly, I think this movie is like really good and it's on Netflix and it's it's fucking fantastic. Well, I'm gonna go out on a whim here and say that the worst movie slash TV show of 2020 is gonna be the Tiger King. And the reason I say Tiger King is because the fact that we made this show so popular during the quarantine of 2020 is the fact that we are losing our sanity. And what is actually good and bad TV, and this was actual shit. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm without, without further, without any discussion, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that this was the most horrendous piece of shit movie and TV of 2020. I agree because I think I, I, I you know, it's funny. I watched it back a while ago, and I got bored. To be honest, it was just boring. I watched the whole thing. Nah, I couldn't. My nomination is the Jeffrey Epstein documentary that I released on Netflix. Have you guys seen it? No. The only, reason I didn't, the only reason I didn't mention it because I thought it was actually okay. I mean, gave people a look into, you know, what the, it, what the old Epstein was doing. It, touching bottles and grabbing ass and whatnot. When you go into a pool, right, you step your toe into it to see if it's cold or not, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like this was. I don't feel like it went all the way in. I feel like it just stepped a toe into it. It like it could have went all the way in and really. I, I didn't learn anything that I didn't know from 
reading fucking New York Times articles or whatever. It didn't tell me anything. So I feel like they dipped their toe into the pool, but they didn't really like go into it. So that's why I feel mm-hmm. like they missed a huge opportunity by saying that. The only reason why I didn't say Tiger King is because I've never seen it. And it seems so stupid. So I think Tiger King might get the vote for that. I'm going to let y'all get that vote for that because I've never seen it. So I'm telling you, my, without without watching it, be grateful that you didn't watch it because I wasted probably a good eight hours of my life trying to watch and understand what the fuck these people were talking about. Don't waste your time. <laughs> and uh, with that with that being said, uh, we're going to go into David's favorite topic toxicity and we're gonna go ahead and name the most toxic song of 2020 david you have the floor have you guys ever heard desire by drake featuring future that that is one of my nominations yes see everybody knows that i'm a huge drake fan i love drake I love our his music is almost essentially like take care nothing was the same almost essentially the soundtrack to my high school my teen years I love Drake everybody knows that I love Drake but I'm objective that song was very toxic desires he's literally saying I'm gonna hide you in a small town in Texas so nobody can get you that's toxic. I don't know if you guys agree with me. I agree. I agree too. Yeah. He's pretty much saying, yo, I'm going to hide you away because I don't want no one to know about only Exactly. You. So that's very, very, very toxic in my eyes because, listen, I loved a lot of women in my day, but I'm not hiding them in no town. I can't afford to, but I would <laughs> if I did, if I could, because that sounds toxic. And my last nomination. Have you guys ever heard of the song Reality Check by Sway Lee? Nope, I haven't heard that. No, sing me a little bit. How does it go? I gotta check if my ex is doing better than me. No, I've never right, heard it before. So he has to check that his ex-girlfriend is, is doing better than him. Toxic. Mm-hmm. You don't have to check if your ex-girlfriend is doing better than you for you to do better. Just do better. Exactly. Why does your ex doing better have to matter? When I heard that, I was like, toxic. If I, if I, if I just said that, I was like, I got to do something better so my ex don't get mad at me. Or my ex doesn't do better than me. I want to be looked at, yo, David, why are you being toxic? Or why are you being that person? So, Swaley's is that guy for me. Well, since me and David nominated one of the same songs, uh, Desires by Drake and Future, we are going to go ahead and give that award to them as the most toxic song of 2020. And now we move into the best slash worst song of 2020. And my nomination for that is any song that came out this year by 6 9 So you're going to the worst. Yeah, that is the worst. That is the worst. I think the worst song that came out of 2020 would be a TikTok song that uh, resonated throughout the year. Uh, It's called Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Title of the song, Super Racist. I just I just hate the melody. I hate the pr- production on this uh, song. I hate everything about it. I think it's the worst song I've ever heard. Six Nine probably did something better than this. I'm shocked that you said that, man. Like I actually liked the song where for you like said it was. I didn't realize it was like a racist song. Well, Freddie's the one that said it. But I mean, I could just follow what Freddie said. Jesus Christ, you're gonna put it on me. No, no. But like, I mean, I could just say it also, like. 
people thought well from what i've been seeing on tiktok people were saying like how it's like low-key racist because it's like referring to like someone like someone of a darker color and that's what i've been seeing on tiktok that, that phrase that phrase is just synonymous with some racist shit you know yeah. what i'm saying so you don't just if you if you go around and you're just like hey dance monkey dance you know what i'm saying like that's i mean if you say it like that then yeah i guess yeah but that's how that phrase was used i mean i don't know i i, I guess okay have you guys ever seen a black australian yeah <laughs> Okay, no, but where did that come from? Because they were made by Australian artists that are black, that are white. That well, are to be black. honest, to be honest, I've been hearing from Australia. They've been saying like they, they were saying like the end were like mad. Like from from their excuse, it's like, well, we really don't know the concept of the word, so therefore we just think of it as do and such. Well, so therefore we you never heard of them. Well, we're gonna have to give it to dance monkeys for good old racism. <laughs> um and now and now to move well it's not good but like you know you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> like good old racism. <laughs> um well oh, we're gonna move on to the best song of 2020 and that nominated Tequila Shots by Cuddy and Lonely by Justin Bieber. That's actually not what you nominated, but okay. I mean uh Laugh Now Cry Later, sorry by Drake. Okay, so for me, three nominations song of twenty twenty. <laughs> Number one. Uh, is Motive by Ariana Grande. Fuck her fucking whoever she got engaged with. I love Ariana Grande, so I'm upset about that. Like, Dude, I, you honestly, love every woman. Like, relax, okay? Like, No, I don't, love every, like, I don't love every woman. I can name you a couple women that I hate. Some that I do love. Like, the fact that she got engaged is just insulting to me. Because here's the it's thing. Insulting I was, to here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Another woman is living her life. Here's the thing. I was born on March 23rd, 1997 to, do, to two deaf parents, right? Oh, here we go. Okay. And, when I was, and then when I was born, it was like, yo, you're going to live this life where you're going to have lucky to learn. You, how lucky are you that you didn't also come out as deaf? I mean, is it a bad thing if I came out of deaf as deaf? What are you trying to say? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but losing any sense, any, any one of your five senses is pretty bad. Yeah, so like, like for me, I lost my sense of smell and taste. Yeah, but you're just stupid because you never wore your mask. <laughs> That's why your parents are that fucking dumbass. You don't even know Jesus your parents. Christ. Shut up, Mexican. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is like, like I, said, I, I don't even know your parents, Mexican. <laughs> My thing is like this though, like I just grew up with deaf parents, and like I've been through a lot with like depression what? and anxiety, and it was like Ariana Grande was supposed so, to. So, so my next song that I nominated, Christian, right? Shut up! I'm telling uh, my life story. My, my next song I nominated <laughs> was. Christian, stop talking! Stuff... I'm telling my life story. I was supposed to. Yeah, supposed I, to... I, I, we I'm don't care. To... We to, don't care. And Aaron Grande is supposed to be my trophy at the end of the tunnel. Wait, so you're saying women are objects? Aaron Grande is mine, and then and then. Okay, I'm, he so he so he's gonna start crying. So let me just finish my thing. So and then, I think, I, and then I she think, wanna go get she wanna go and get engaged or whatever. Pretty, can you mute him? Is. And it was like Ariana, what are you doing? I don't think I want to. 
No, nah, I think you said just a little bit. Give me two more years, and I was going to make the Anything Goes podcast the most successful podcast in the motherfucking world, and we could be together. But no, I don't know who she fuck she's dating. Yo, Freddie, just mute him, please. Just like it's, mute him. And it's just fucking sad. So um, yeah, so my second nomination for the song, right? It's uh, a <laughs> Safiara by Bad Bunny. And then the third song I nominated was Gimme Love by Joji. Um, for me, I think out of all of them... Fuck is Joji. Um, the fuck... Anyways, so I think those are the best songs of 2020, in my opinion. Um, Justin Bieber's Lonely is trash. Um, he said Lonely Lonely, is Lonely Lonely is literally the only good song that Justin Bieber released in like the last two years. Lonely makes me cry. You cry over like everything. Every, yeah, everything makes you cry. So Freddy, I don't know I'm if on... that's a leg you can. Damn, I don't know if that's Freddy. a leg you can stand on. Freddie, we on the same team on this argument. Why are you gonna go against me? I'm, hey man, all I gotta say is best song is gonna go to Tequila Shots because it has two nominations. Yo, wait, wait, yo, who yo. produced that song? Do you know who? I don't know. Oh, uh, Dad the Genius, and. Was it Metro on that? I forgot who. Maybe Metro. But now we're moving over to the last and final category of the night. It's been a very long night. Well fought throughout all categories. But now we are at the best and worst albums of 2020. Now, short and simple, I'm going to go with The Weeknd. Congratulations to The Weeknd. Wait, wait, wait. We're not saying, we can't say anything? Yeah, you can. I'm that confident, son. Oh, I low you were like, you know what? Bad. Fuck that nah, 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 we nah. have on the script. Like, let's nah, let's nah, just nah, say nah. weekend. We got, some, we, we got some good nominations. I ain't gonna lie to you. So my nomination was Joji's new album, Nectar. That was a really good album. I love it a lot. I give full confidence that that's the best album. If you ever listen to listen to it, it's really really good. It's alternative pop and like, uh, who said whack? Who said whack? Whack. It better not be Freddie. Yo, Freddie, I like you a lot, right? Like, I, I hate David. I could curse him out. But you, I don't like cursing you out because you're like, you're a good friend to me. David, you're a friend too, but you're a dickhead. Freddie, I love you. Like, don't make me hate you today, please. Tell him, Freddie. All right, I'll, I'll stay on his good side. Thank then, you. All right, okay, now, now, next, now let the primary say Jersey. what he wants to, like, nominate. I'm not going to lie. He's got two good nominations. I might just fold under pressure. Um, well, Kid Cudi? No. I got three actually. I got Kid Cudi's last album. Um, as a as a depressed kid myself. Oh jeez, come on, just say fucking nomination, bro. <laughs> <laughs> as a depressed kid myself, get it, get it over with you, depressed bitch. Dead eyes, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Look at my support system, guys. Kid Cudi's album was like a sonic adventure for me what? as a depressed kid. It felt like a journey. It felt like I was listening to a movie. And um, I really appreciated his work on Moon Man 3. I suggest everybody listen to that. Um, Definitely Man on the Moon, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I also like Pop Smoke's album. Um, Rest in peace to the woo. Wait, what is it? It's like woo, woo. 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 Rest in peace to the woo. Big, big, big poppy. Big you know what's crazy? You know what's so funny is not funny, but I remember two days or three days, a couple days before he died, we was we was actually recording an episode and we actually bought tickets to the Kanye episode. I mean, the Kanye show that he was going to have at Yankee Stadium. I mean, he was going to have the mm-hmm. Joel Osteen show. 
And yeah. you and your wife, Freddie, was just playing um, Pop Smoke, like, nonstop. Me and Christian made fun of you guys because that's all you was playing. Mm-hmm. And just to think that he died three days later, to me, it's insane. I don't know. To me, yeah, just to that, it's fucking crazy just to think about it. But I think Steven Victor and 50 Cent, um, I don't know what Pop Smoke's vision was because I don't know him. But I think Steven I mean, Victor- I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that album came out way better than he would have ever imagined. You know what I mean? It was like- to me. I remember listening to it straight through the first day it came out. And I've never done that to an album. The, the only album I did that to was Drake's. And that's because everybody knows I'm an OVO child. I'm Drake's son, even though he doesn't claim me. Um, but that album was it was good. It was 50 Cent and Steven Victor. Again, I don't know what his vision was, but the way they made that album was great. I still contend to this day that they that um that his version of Many Men should have been the last song of the album. And the last line on the song was like have mercy on my soul or something like that. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. That should have been the end of the album. That should have been the end of the album. That should have been literally the last words we heard from the fucking album. That, that, that song is like the credits rolling on an album. I get it. I get it because it's it's 50 cents. It's originally 50 cents song. So I get it. All that. But I just feel like knowing that, he, not knowing, but because he died afterwards, hearing the final words from his album being Have Mercy on My Soul, that would have had a, such a big impact that I wish that was the final, that was the final words of the album. I just, mm-hmm. just me being an artist myself. If I was an artist and obviously Whoa, director. Just, just me being an artist myself. Whoa. <laughs> if I was a film director on an album which is not a, which is not a thing but if if a film if a director if there was a director for an album i would have been like that should have been the last words on the, that album the executive Knowing, the executive producer but okay just because he passed away that would have been impactful to me because i remember hearing that and i was like that could have ended it and i was good but i think that was still the second best album i think that steven victor and 50 cent did a great job and then i'm not gonna lie my third and final one, Christian, you got me because you my soul brother at the end of the day. We know you want to hate on me. I think Taylor Swift's first album of this year, Evermore, is that what it's called? Folklore. Folklore, if that's what it's called. Yeah. That album is good. That's a good album. So Back in conclusion, up. I think the best album was Kate Cuddy's album. So uh, Kate Cuddy won. Yeah. I feel like this is also unanimous only because he is listed, nominated twice. So I'm going to just jump right in and say that Justin Bieber had the worst album of 2020 because Changes was fucking ass. Bro, no, Changes bro. was bland. It was no seasoning. Can we be honest? We are. His documentary was trash. His documentary was more interesting than Tend his actual album. fucking album. Which is a problem because he's a fucking musician first. I'm go- and I think he would say that. Well, gentlemen, we have made it through the list. We have crowned all of the champions, and congratulations to every single one of them. Uh, 
David, I just wanted to get uh, what was your most memorable uh, moment from the podcast this year? Um, from the podcast itself, I think mine would be when I talked about when I received Ted and I put water on top of the woman's head. Remember that? And I put water. Yeah, I do remember that. You guys yeah. was yeah. like amazed. You, gotta, you, you guys was amazed that I put a water cup on top of the girl's head while yeah, she was giving me fellatio. And you're a fucking pimp. No, I think that's just me being considerate. Oh you know, because I'm thirsty yeah, okay. and I'm not gonna pull the treat from her mouth, so I'm gonna drink the water. You're not gonna pull the treat from her mouth. Oh my God! Here's the feminist here, bro. Damn. I'm a feminist. A I support women. If your dick was a treat, it would be a fun size snicker. Wow. Nah, bro, bro, it's a peppermint. Relax. Why y'all gotta call my dick a snicker and a peppermint? I think. Wait, I'm wait, like, what? Oh. What'd you say? You said the N word? Not a, not a full. <laughs> Jesus. What? What is your guys' favorite moment? Let's see if you guys remember anything from the podcast that you're a part of. Okay. Well, Whoa. I, was... I, I mentioned mine already. What is your favorite? What is your favorite moment of the Danny Thingles podcast from 2020? My favorite moment from the podcast is anytime you said something that was super left field. Like you wanted. Give me, give me, give me one specific moment. One specific moment is the one where you said that you don't think you can handle more than three guys at one time. But when I told my story about how I accidentally said a picture of my penis to my mom by accident. I remember that. Okay. That's also that's also my uh that's my mom's favorite episode. <laughs> really? Does she listen to yeah. this or no? She does listen. She also told really? me to tell you while we were all together that we are all fucking idiots. <laughs> I respect that. That's great. I love that. I love that. That's good. I respect that. What about you, Christian? What is your so, favorite? Uh, what is your I would favorite? Say, yeah, I would say my favorite moment of the pot, like podcast, is just. Uh, I mean, not to be corny, but like to be honest, like you know, you guys making me laugh and like you know, it, I don't know, it helps me, you know. So I I like that from the podcast. Do you guys <laughs> have any uh, bold predictions for the six months, the first six months of the year? Uh, I died. So, yeah, but that's my prediction, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you so much for... All right, well, my, like bold far left. my prediction is that Christian does not die. Oh. My bold prediction is that by six months in, we'll have another 20 to 30 episodes of the podcast actually out. Full speed ahead. You know what? I'm going to say this, actually. My, my real answer, I think by summer, things will go back to normal. What's normal? Like back to way things were before, like you know, no Not having to wear a fucking mask. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, like a mask is important and all, but for open. me, like if you wear glasses, like while walking, it's annoying because like it fogs up your glasses. So it does. For me, it definitely yeah. does. So for me, it's like I just want things to go back to normal, where like we don't have to wear a mask. But I mean, at the same time, masks are kind of like a good thing for us to wear regardless because you know stop spread of germs. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I just want to go back to things, you know, back to the way things were, like, you know, where we can go partying or we can go, like, to a concert and, again or, like... Or um, to restaurants. Or go to restaurants or, you know, like, or see my friends again, you know? That's what I want mostly for, like, the next upcoming six months. Like, I want to see my friends again. I want to see 
other family members. I want to maybe go to another state, like, you know, go to Disney World again or fucking, I don't mm-hmm. know, like, I want to go to New Orleans, you know, try food and shit. Like, that's what I want to do. I told my wife that the other day. I was just like, yo, I couldn't, be- I can't believe that at the beginning of this year, we actually were in New Orleans. Like, it feels like that was like two or three years ago. And I'm like, now I'm like actively like fiending to go back. New Orleans was like an amazing time. It was great food, great drinks, great time. It was, it was, it was fucking amazing. Uh, David, it has come to your time to uh, give us one last and final David's quote before the end of the year. So please, for the very last time this year, grace our ears with the poetry that you spit from your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, David's quotes. The last David's quotes of 2020. Cherish those around you. Wow, that's a really good David's quote. That was really good. For the last one, that's, that's solid. And give you a 10 out of 10 for that. It was a tough year being secluded in our how our apartment, our house, wherever we are. But I want us to feel like I want us to know that it gets better. It will get better. The fact that we survived this year, a year that's gonna be in textbooks for centuries, means that we're all strong. Also, that- if you think about it, like we're primary sources for our kids. Exactly. Whether we're dealing with depression, anxiety, whatever, we went through heartbreak, blah, 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 whatever. We're strong because we did it. The fact that we made it through and suicide was at a high point this year and we're, and the ones that are still alive, my heart's to the ones that, that didn't make it through. But the ones that are that did make it through, just know that we can make it through anything. And my last nominee for the best person of 2020, even though I guess this counts as 2019, would be to Freddie because he's the one that, he's the one that texted, he texted my ex to get me a part of this podcast. I didn't know where you were going with that, but I'm glad you brought it around. I was just like, I texted your ex. He didn't text my ex. So my ex texted me to say that we're to, to get me a part of this podcast. So originally I'm guessing it was Freddie's idea. Am I wrong? Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I me- I messaged her. Wait, am I wrong? Am I right? No, I'm I'm I, you're right. I messaged her <laughs> and then in turn okay. she got to you. Yes. So Freddie was the one that came up with the he was the brainchild of the End Singles podcast. And 2000 19 was an experimental year. I'll say that. We recorded episodes, but some made it, some didn't. It was an experimental year. 2020. Very very trial and error type of year. If you know what Dick Yelp is, he was there from the beginning. Um, Because that was from our SoundCloud days. But 2020 was when we really started to take off. April 2020. With our very first episode. Animal Crossing and Prostitutes. That was our very first episode. Amazing episode. I love that episode. For it to be to where it is right now, which is 17 episodes in, it's our 17 episode, and I'm excited for the next 17 fucking episodes that come from this. Um, I want to say, even though it's 2019, technically, I'm going to still include him in the 2020 Best Stuff Person. I'm going to include Freddie. He's my default winner for coming up with all this. 
and coming up with a universe that will be amazing. I promise you it will be fucking bigger than it is now. It's going to be a fucking phenomenon. But the brainchild was Mr. Freddie Medina. I graciously accept this award. I appreciate it. But even though, you know, whatever I came up with the idea, whatever the case may be, it, it wouldn't be what it is today without the both of you being here. So you guys only made the dream into a reality and made it even better than, you know, what the dream actually was. You know what I mean? With all the uh, brainstorming and ideas and, um, you know, I'm thankful for the both of you guys for doing it. You know, I know it takes up my schedule. You know, sometimes we have to do it at crazy hours and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we get it done. We work together. And, you know, I, could, I couldn't ask for any uh, any better partners to do this with. So I love you guys. You can find us at Anything Goes Podcast on Instagram. Please like, follow, and share on all of your social media, on all of your platforms. Um you can follow us on there for updates, soundbite of the episodes. Our link tree is on there. You can find all of this year's episodes on all of your famous, uh, all of your favorite streaming devices. Before we go, before we go, don't let it go. We need a Christian ZP. That is also true. Christian is gonna Christian is gonna play a little ten second snippet of the EP. End it off, like you know, so like you know where we can find us, and at the end, I'll play it, and it'll be like our outro. Okay, so Freddie, I got you right now. He always, yeah. Let the people know where they can find you. All right, guys. Well, to end twenty twenty, you guys can find me on MySpace. Wow, MySpace, MySpace. (laughs) You can also find them on (laughs) Grinder. That's how you guys know I've been drinking a little bit too much wine. You guys can find me on Instagram at David Angelo uh, 223. If you DM at the Eagles podcast, I guarantee I will be the one to answer because nobody else does. See you guys next year. Jesus fucking Christ. Dick. <laughs> I love uh, you. I guess that I guess that's a that's a way to end it. I love you guys though. So I guess it's my turn. Um, you can find me on Instagram at TostonNYC. And then Freddie, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at FredoMedina29. And you can also follow the Anything Goes podcast on Instagram, where we post sound bites. We post clips from the episodes. You can find previous posts of other episodes you can also find our link tree on there and it take you to all previous 17 episodes and you can listen to them on any of your favorite streaming devices have a a happy new year and we will catch you on the next one now here's my song the title of the song is called i'd rather be me with you Thank mm-hmm. you.